98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Burns and Gambo. Outside of one regular season win in week four last year by the Arizona Cardinals, it has been very, very one-sided between the Cardinals and the L.A. Rams, including and especially that playoff game from January in which the Rams absolutely dominated the Cardinals. Now for the first time in the 2022 regular season, they meet. And joining us right now, she covers the L.A. Rams for ESPN and ESPN.com. Sarah Barshop joining us here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Sarah, I'm Dave. This is Gambo. Welcome to the show. We appreciate your time on this Thursday. Thank you. Of course. Thanks for having me on, guys. Well, what, what, Sarah, what seems different about the Rams this year compared to the, the success they had last year when they made their Super Bowl run? So I didn't cover them last year, and so for me, being here has kind of just opened my eyes to the way they run it, their organization. And actually, we were talking to Raheem Morris today, and he was talking about how every decision is made with the idea of culture in mind. And that's kind of what stood out to me when I got here, is just the way that word is thrown around here, but it seems in a pretty meaningful way. Um, I think the biggest difference is just the offense and having Allen Robinson here. Now, obviously, in week one, the question after that game was kind of like, where is he? You know, <laughs> why, why do you only have two targets? But I saw, we saw him get more involved in week two, and I think as the season goes on, that's going to be a really important part of this offense. Do you think that was like they, they recognized they should have gotten him involved more and they almost tried to nah, – I think he only had like five targets, if I remember, in week two, but they almost like overcompensated, overcorrected by trying to get him a little more involved early because they knew they made a mistake in week one? Yeah, and Matthew Stafford actually even said that. He was like, you know, you don't necessarily in a game try and get – Make sure you're getting the ball to guys, but in practice, and when you go through the plays during practice, you want to make sure that he's involved because we know he's so important to the offense. So I think he did. I mean, his first pass and his first touchdown pass, both to Allen Robinson. So I don't know if that will continue overcorrecting or if they'll just get more into a rhythm as the season goes on but I do think he'll be an important part of this offense this year. Lots of talk this week about the continued problem of the interceptions with Matthew Stafford. He's got five but he's always been a guy that's thrown a lot of interceptions. How much of a concern is it right now for the Rams? Yeah, I think that's a piece of context that a lot of people who are maybe watching from afar are missing is that he was tied for the league lead last year in interceptions. And actually, we talked to him about this yesterday, and he said, you know, it's a fine line between making sure that I'm making my throws, and as Sean McFay said, being aggressive, but still being smart. And, you know, you don't want to take, you don't want to take that away from him. You, you wanted to make the throws and the reasons you're paying for him to be your quarterback. Um, he said, you know, Stafford said, obviously it hurts when I turn the ball over and it hurts our team, um, but I don't get the sense that they're all too concerned about the individual throws and correcting that, you know, maybe like, yes, that was a bad throw or I didn't make the right decision there, but not overall, hey, we're concerned about Matthew Stafford's turnovers. Is there a concern about the health as it relates to Matthew Stafford's turnovers? Has there been a lot of conversation? We know there was certainly a month ago. Has there been a lot of conversation about his elbow and how that relates to the turnovers? A little bit, um, but every time we've asked him or asked Sean McVay, um, the answer has been a resounding no. Uh, you know, now who knows if what they're saying publicly is how they, they are, you know, feel privately. But I actually asked McVay about that yesterday and he said, you know, I have to trust Matthew and he knows his body. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's that's not I don't that, that's been brought up and it kind of been shot down every time. 
Sarah Barshop covers the L.A. Rams for ESPN.com, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. We're looking at it from afar, but of course we're very familiar with the Rams and, and this matchup. From your perspective and what you've, what you've gleaned from the locker room and talking to the players, how much are guys like Vaughn Miller missed? How much are guys like OBJ missed? And, and how is it too early to even start wondering that, or is their presence really, the, the, the lack of presence really noticed there in the locker room? I think it would be noticed more if they had not brought in a guy like Bobby Wagner. I mean, I think he really has stepped into this leadership role. Every player you ask about that, you ask about Bobby, of course, they're complimentary of his footballs, but also just the person he is and how he acts as a leader. He was voted as a team captain before he even began his first season here, which I think shows you how highly he's thought of here. So I'm sure they miss him on the field, um, especially with Van Jefferson gone. Uh, or injured right now and it hasn't played the first two weeks. But I think in general, that leadership role, which is where you would really miss those two guys, is being filled by Bobby Wagner. First couple of weeks, what kind of indication did you get on what type of running game the Rams are going to have? I know they've struggled over the years to, you know, with especially last year with Stafford to have those 100-yard rushers. But what have you seen out of the running game so far? You know, a lot of just inconsistency in how they're being used. We saw on week one, Cam Akers play 12 snaps. And then after the, you know, the next day, Sean McVay is saying, well, he needs to have some more urgency. Um, and then the snaps being, the carries being kind of split in week two between him and Daryl Henderson. So I think it'll be a while before we know exactly what to expect out of that, that tandem. But I think in general, they're looking for some, something there that they're not getting and I think if this offense is going to look like the offense we saw last year I do think it is important that I I don't know that we'll know who the RB1 is I don't know if it'll ever be Akers or Henderson and or it will just be the two of them and really splitting those carries like they did in week two Um, but I think they're still that's probably a position you look at on the team and you say that might be an area you know their biggest area weakness. Sarah Barshop joining us here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Covers the Rams for ESPN, ESPN.com, as we're previewing the Cardinals opponent coming up this week. This is sort of more of a, a general kind of mood question, and so I don't know exactly how to phrase it, so I'll just I'll ask it. it. It hasn't been the best of starts for the Rams, and I know we're only two games in, but the, the, the disaster on Thursday night football in the opener and then giving up all those points late to the Atlanta Falcons, you're there every day around that market. What's the mood of a of the fan base when it comes to a defending Super Bowl champ that so far has been off to kind of a so-so start to this season? I think winning the Super Bowl gives you a lot of leeway and wiggle room there. So I don't know that that I get the sense that fans are up in arms or concerned. Um, I will say I thought it was very interesting that Sean McVay came up to the press, you know, his the podium after the game and said I know that I'm maturing because before the way we won and giving up that you know those points in the fourth quarter and how we played at the end of the game would have really made me grumpy and he said but now I'm just happy to get out with the win because it doesn't no style points right Um, and so I feel like the locker room in general happy to get out of there with the win and now they know there's two important contests coming up playing against a divisional opponent. We, we we keep assuming that Odell Beckham Jr. is going to end up back with the Rams because of the success they had last year, and he was at the game, I think, against the Bills. Is there any indication that, that uh, when he's healthy that he could be an option for them? Oh, yeah, his his locker, is, the nameplate is still on in the locker room. Um, and I've asked, and they claim that they just haven't taken it down yet, but I think <laughs> there's a reason it's still up there. Um, Sean McVay has been very public in his courting during press conferences of OBJ. So 
not 100% this will definitely happen. I don't think there's an agreement in place, but I do think if it makes sense for both sides when the time comes, that I wouldn't be surprised to see him back here. Yeah. Sarah, if you are headed out to Phoenix for this game, safe travels. We appreciate the time as always, and we look forward to catching up with you in the future. Of course. Thanks for having me on, guys. Great to talk to you.